This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Gottlieb departure leaves unfinished business. China burdens Tech amid trade talks. A smaller carbon footprint? Farm income forecast is due. U.S. Department of Agriculture will provide a fresh look at the state of the agriculture economy with the release of its latest farm income forecast today. The latest forecast, issued in November, estimated that net farm income dropped by more than 12% to $66.3 billion in 2018. The new numbers will come amid signs of continued anxiety among producers about President Trump's trade war with China. Purdue University's Ag Economy Barometer of Farmer Sentiment slipped seven points to a reading of 136 last month. The drop is attributed to how producers feel about the existing situation on their own operations as measured by an index of current conditions. Now, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning for news about immigration reform efforts getting underway on both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue. Plus, we look at how threatened auto tariffs could hit farmers and how enforcement of a U.S.-China deal might work. Gottlieb out at FDA. Scott Gottlieb's surprising announcement that he's stepping down at the FDA comes as the agency is in the middle of a range of policy discussions around food policy. Among them, how to revise the water standards for produce growers issued by the Obama administration and whether to stop plant-based products from using dairy terms. FDA is also in the middle of a public process to redefine the term healthy on food products and a joint letter with the Department of Agriculture to regulate cultured meat. Now keep in mind, Frank Yannis, a former food safety executive at Walmart, joined FDA last fall as the new deputy commissioner for foods, overseeing that side of the agency's responsibilities. Gottlieb's two-page resignation letter lists what he sees as his accomplishments, but says relatively little about the agency and what it's done in food regulation during his tenure, except to say that FDA has implemented, quote, measures to improve food safety and our ability to identify and track outbreaks of foodborne illness. The Grocery Manufacturers Association praised Gottlieb as a strong and effective champion of public health. His candor, transparency, and willingness to work together was a welcomed approach in the regulatory environment. China adds more burden to biotech approvals. China, known for its opaque and overly burdensome biotech trade approval process, has added even more impediments to the lengthy process, according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Without informing the World Trade Organization, China's Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs late last year quietly revised rules to impose additional in-country trials and studies on new biotech events as a part of the dossier of submission process, according to the report. Now keep in mind, U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer said last week getting China to reform the approval process is a priority for him in the ongoing trade talks. Looking ahead, Senate Finance Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa has scheduled a hearing with Lighthizer for next Tuesday. Obstensibly, the hearing will focus on the World Trade Organization, but you can be sure there will also be plenty of discussion about the administration's ongoing trade talks and the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Grassley, U.S. Dairy, Laud's Stance on India. 
Grassley has joined the U.S. dairy industry in praising the Trump administration's crackdown on India's trade barriers. Trump is kicking India out of the generalized system of preferences program, which entitles countries to export some products to the U.S. duty-free for failure to lower barriers to U.S. goods. Grassley said the Indian government hasn't engaged enough to address the market access issues. For the sake of the many Americans and Indians who rely on GSP benefits, I hope that India will work quickly to address these legitimate concerns. Grassley's committee oversees the GSP program. Tom Vilsack, CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, says he hopes the announcement will serve to push India to reform. India has barred the entrance of U.S. dairy products since 2003. Grassley, USMCA concessions inevitable. Grassley says that House Democrats will have to get some assurances on labor and environmental standards if the USMCA is going to get approved by Congress. In the real world, we have to consider doing some things in those areas, he told reporters. Grassley said that will require action by Mexico's new government. He said it is necessary for Mexico to do this on their own because Mexico is not coming back to the table. There won't be any renegotiation. U.S. Department of Agriculture denies FY19 budget linked to ERS move. USDA officials are telling employees of the Economic Research Service the President's Fiscal 19 budget proposal had nothing to do with their plan for relocating most of the agency staff outside of the nation's capital. The FY19 budget proposed to slash the agency budget and to focus its work on farm production issues. But a FAQ document accompanying a plan for the relocation says flatly that no, the decisions about who would stay in D.C. and who would not were based on the budget proposal. The FAQ says other USDA agencies provided input into which ERS position should stay in D.C., and the agency also considered outside input that it had received. Now, keep in mind, some 76 positions out of the agency's 300 would stay in the nation's capital region. That according to the stay-go list obtained by AgriPulse. House Democratic appropriators are pushing back hard against the relocation plan, but it's not clear they have the GOP support to block funding for it. Analysis. Ag emissions data mask productivity gains. Changes in farm productivity and practices have lowered ag's carbon footprint, even if emissions have held relatively stable over time. That according to an analysis by John Newton, the chief economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation. Put simply, U.S. farmers are producing a lot more than they used to on similar amounts of inputs. Farm productivity has grown 163% since 1990, although inputs are only marginally higher than they were then. And between 1990 and 2016, total methane emissions per unit of beef declined 10% and milk production declined by 25%. Newton notes that many dairy producers have invested in methane digesters that capture the gas from manure and use it to generate power. Newton's bottom line, focusing only on aggregate greenhouse gas emission levels, can obscure the successful achievements agriculture has made in the areas of productivity and sustainability. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.